Hello, welcome to Chosen Royalty, everyone. I'm so glad to have you here again today. It's a beautiful, beautiful Friday, and I hope everyone woke up feeling wonderful, ready for an, an, the the day to begin and continue in productivity. And that's what we think about each and every day is getting up and using our time wisely and working in the productivity that God has given us. He has given us so much grace and mercy on this day because we're breathing again. He's given us another chance and that is his grace and mercy over our lives. If you are well and you are doing okay and you are mentally stable, you are blessed. And I just want to thank you for coming back on to Chosen Royalty. We love you here. Me and Holy Spirit working together here in this temple here for God and I love you. And so I just want to approach um, something today about, you know, our children. It lately, I've now come to a place of isolation where I can really just sit down with you guys and talk. Because lately, it's just been a, like, a horse race for me. I've been all over the place uh, working with my kids, um, mainly my daughter. She's the oldest. And if you have... And a teenager just graduating high school, um, I'm praying for you. <laughs> okay, are you okay? Because let me just tell you, these kids between the ages of 16 and 21 are on a rampage of want, want, want. And I feel like majority of, I'm not going to speak for all, but some who are living in a state of rebelliousness right now are not being very mindful or grateful for the things that they already have or being mindful that their parents are doing the best that they can to keep a roof over their head. They're not giving us enough, um, you know, gratitude. And I know that, you know, they are to bless up. And I tell my children, bless God, you know, thank God for blessing us, you know, and look to him, continue looking to him, thanking him for what he's giving your mom. And also it will, it won't hurt to show that gratitude to your parents. Well, however you may do that, you know, whether they do the dishes after you cook or dry the clothes when they see you you washing and folding them and putting them away or just or sweeping and mopping the floor when you finish you know cooking and cleaning in the kitchen if you hadn't done it okay wash sweep and mop the floor every night keeping the floor nice and clean and tidy for the next day you know wipe up after yourself Cleanse the bathrooms. Keep everything nice and clean. If your children are at home, majority of the time, and they're not working, and even if they are working, you know, if they have some type of job, side hustle, or whatever they're doing right now, they should at least be mindful, mindful to come home. If they're not paying rent, you're blessing them with a home. Be mindful to uh, clean up after yourself and sometimes look at and clean up after others. If you see someone's left, you know, the toothpaste out and didn't put it up, close it, you know, wash it, wipe it up, you know, wash it up. I always rinse paper, the, that with water and everything and get a nice hot wipe, 
hot water, you know, and get it all nice and clean before I put it away. But, um, you know, kids are not as mindful as adults. And it seems like now more than ever, more than we, as much as we tell them, as much as we teach them, these kids, they don't mind. They don't listen and take heed and say, you know, some kids, you know, I, I, I must admit, like like my child, she's not disrespectful to the point where she talks back or anything like that. But my daughter will say, okay, okay, mom, okay. And then she, and then she just lays there, you know, and I ask her to do something. Okay, I give her the leniency to get up in a few, get it done, long as she gets it done, you know, before the end of the night, just take care of it. So, because I've given her that much leniency, I've, she's become a little lazy. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say a little, I'm not going to be very, very modest with it. She's become a lot lazy. <laughs> and so she just lays there. She continues to lay there until she feels she wants to drag herself out of the bed and get up and do something and complain about it. And then she'll complain to her brother. She'll complain, I got to do this or I got to do that. And I, I don't really, I, mom, you know, I'm going to do it. I don't have time to do it. You don't have, there's no excuses. I don't remember there been excuses when our parents told us to do something. And really, they demanded for it to be done. Then when they asked us to do it, we got up to do it. And um, I don't care what you were doing. You had to get up and do what your parents asked you to do. You know, stop all things all or else, you know, unless it was something important like homework or you know, you're in the middle of homework or you're in the middle of doing another chore that they ask you to do, then that means whatever else you are doing is nonchalant. You don't, it's, you don't, you're not supposed to care about that anymore. You're supposed to care only about what your parents are asking you to do out of respect and, you know, mindfulness. And it's just discipline. And these kids are not listening to it. They're not taking heed. And I know that in by me saying this, I'm going there. These children, these children open door for demonic influence. And I'm and I'm just saying that to say this. We need to pray over our children more and more and more. They need more of our prayers. Grasp them and hold them and pray with them. Pray over them as you hold them. Because these kids need a they need an anointing of a Holy Spirit. They need to feel your presence as you pray. And we we all have to do it. And I have to, I sit with my kids and I pray with them in the cars. We're driving and pray when we're at home. And I get on my, and get in my secret place and pray for my children a lot. And I know that demonic influence creeps in as much as it can. Well, you know. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You know that, right? And so, even as Jesus was teaching us how 
the enemy will come to one the one closest to you just as Judas was to him you know one of the 12 and we know that the enemy will come to one of the closest people to you so that does not omit your your own children who tried to use you you know I I sat back counted up my finances I've been talking to my husband about this and I was counting up my finances and over the past two months I literally cannot tell you where I have a big chunk of change just it's just blown in the wind and so I sat and I tried calculating all my expenses and I said you know I know I did this and did that and did this. I didn't really calculate what I did exactly for my daughter because she's the one who's been mainly asking for this and that and this and that. And I've been extracting money when she's around me. I feel like it's only when I'm around her that I lose more finances than I can count. And... It's not just her. It's not her. It is the open door she has for the enemy to use her. Because when we've been praying here for um, financial stability and to keep going and to keep pressing and things like that. I've been praying over you guys. I've been praying over myself to hold myself accountable, to be a little little bit more smarter with money. And to uh, I've been seeking help with money. I've been, um, you know, looking up financial videos, you know, trying to train myself with it. Because growing up, I was not, I'm telling you right now, um, you know, that it was my weak spot was finances. And my family has a very weak spot in finances. And I'm praying that Jesus releases and, and, and heals them of that and cures them of the financial instability that they um, have right now and what they have been in. And hopefully they all can recover and will come back to with um, you know, much prayer. And with this prayer that I've been giving, giving to God, I, it has been really, honestly, I am giving a testimony also that God has increased my territory and increased my, um, in, in the financial area and increased all of my, my knowledge. Most, a lot of my knowledge here that I did not know, but little by little, I'm learning a little bit more and more on what to do and how to do things um, because it was never taught. You know, we millennials didn't grow up. We never, we didn't have classes, financial classes or anything like that. And when you grow up in um, a household who does not talk about money, they don't talk about how to save. You, they don't. We don't talk about how to uh, invest. We don't talk about any of those things. You know, putting things aside for getaways, you know, to enjoy life and, um, you know, plan and tithe, you know, putting your side, your God's money aside, you know, for, for tithing. And that's one thing we don't talk about. We never have talked about it. And if this is you in your family, please 
just just help me like this. Help me like this video and share it. And that will help me know that more people are in this predicament that I'm in. And I'm not the only one going through this part of my life and where um, things get rocky sometimes in different areas. And it's rocky in uh, parenting and it's rocky sometimes um, conducting finances, especially when God is focusing and getting you to a place. Because when God has his mind on something, he's giving you a blessing. The enemy tries to attack. Okay? So I'm just letting you know the enemy is taking. I'm trying to get to a place with my children. And I'm trying to get to a place with my finances. And I pray against every attack over your finances and over your children in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that Jesus recovers your finances. I pray that Jesus recovers your children. I pray that they come to him, that you sacrifice your children to the Lord so the Lord can work with them one-on-one, bring them to him in Jesus' name. And I rebuke every device or every weapon formed against you. And I know that it shall not prosper in Jesus name. So we just rebuke that. And I pray that you increase and your territory becomes bigger in those areas in Jesus name. We walk in his name. We walk with faith because we know that God sees it and he's going to put it. When you turn your head to him and have faith in him in those areas, I'm telling you, things will turn around. It has definitely turned around for me and I'm blessed and I'm thankful and grateful to God that he saw me, shined his light in his face on me, and he has blessed me in those territories. I'm grateful for it. Very, very grateful. And now I'm being very mindful to give God the praise here with you and to lift you all up in those areas of rockiness if you're going through that particular situation in in your life but just like I'm saying I'm going through this with my you know with my with my daughter and I'm trying to get through this because I know when our children are being demonically influenced by the enemy the enemy will use them to attack the very thing that you're trying to get better at and the thing that you're trying to um work with them on you know you may have something you're trying to concentrate with them on and you're trying to get through to them but they are rebellion rebelling against you in that area go to God because that is demonic influence and if as long as they're opening doors they're doing things you know outside of God's will or they're not being very uh, holy as God asked us to they yes they are I'm just gonna say that our kids are opening those doors to be used by the enemy to attack those in their presence and in that case that's when you stop all things you say a prayer you go in a secret your secret place you say a prayer and you come back to your child and you release the sword to them because what they need is, when I speak of this word, is God's word. It's the word that comes from your tongue that can save a life. And it cuts deep. And the word will be truth. So what God says in his word about children and about us getting on our knees, just like Hannah got down on her knees and prayed, we need to pray like Hannah. We need to continue to pray. We need to sacrifice our children back to God. We need to just pour love into them, but also more discipline. And I speak that on myself too, more discipline. We need to utilize the word no. I said to myself, 
a couple of days ago. I'm not very fond of the word no. And that is a very strong word. The most strongest word in our vocabulary is N-O, no. Two letters that is very hard and is very powerful. Because when we say no, that can spark different emotions in different people. And it will show you who people really are. And it will show you the demonic influence behind people when you use the word no. Yes, a lot of yes. And that three letter word gives us a lot of people pleasing. And I've experienced that because I'm being delivered from that. And I've I've been a people pleaser all my life. I've been a people pleaser all my life. And God has told me, no, no more people pleasing for you. You have to learn how to speak. No, you have to say the word. You have to practice the word and you have to use it in your vocabulary in order for you to open your eyes to discernment so you can see what's behind people. Because the only way you'll be able to see what's behind people is that people do not get their way and in your life and they do not um, overstep your boundaries because you are saying no because there's there's a boundary there when we say no that means you've cut it cut off something and you are not allowing someone to step over your boundary when you say no so let's work with the that words con- practice saying it continuously go into Go into situations where you have to say it. To, if you don't want to do something, if you are unsure about it, say no. Even if you are unsure about it, say no. Because the most you can do is cut it off until you think and go to God. And then if you decide, you have the right to change your mind. And if you decide to change your mind because of careful thought, then you can go back in and ask questions And then you give a yes. But it's better to give a no before you give a yes. Because if you give a yes always, then you're you're just immediately giving the enemy an open door to run all over your boundaries. And just... And then at this point, you've become naive and you just don't know what to do. And your kids will do that. You say yes to your kids. You become naive. You let them run all over your boundaries. That's me. I'm, 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 I can speak this because that's me right now. And that's me in the past. And I'm right now going down that rabbit hole of saying yes all the time. And now I have to stop and use the word no, because I have not been using it lately, but it's, and my kids have run all over them. And now I'm seeing the fruit of not saying uh, no, I'm seeing the fruit of it because of uh, lack of, uh, you know, saving and financial security in that part of my um, in in my field. That part where I'm trying to plant to grow, that part of my field is becoming uh, a. Just what how you say when rabbits kind of peek, try to come through your garden and pick your carrots and eat particular, you know, pick, pick over the carrots and eat your carrots. You know, you're, there's just a rabbit there trying to come in and eat my carrots, you know, in my field. So what I have to do is guard it, guard it with the word no. And if you continue guarding 
your field where you have bountiful carrots growing, okay? I want you to look at it like that. Where you have bountiful carrots growing, I want to ask that you guard it, put up barbed wire around your uh, veggies, your vegetables, your your things so you can see. Carrots are good for eyesight. That's what they told us growing up, so as I remember. <laughs> so I'm just going to place, thank you, Holy Spirit. It's, it's, you know, carrots are good for eyesight, and you can't have that good eyesight if you continue allowing those rabbits to come in and steal your carrots, steal your eyesight of seeing and growing because we need those for our sight so we can be discerning of these spirits that are running rampant through our children and we just have to pray them off. And I hope that this was a blessing for you today. I'm going to go ahead and shut this off. It's been 20 minutes already. So I'm going to go ahead and um, run up out of here. I got to get some rest today. God would not let me go to sleep until... I believe his word was just, you know, I had to get the word out. I had to get this word out and be a blessing to you guys. And I hope that you guys be a blessing to me. Like and share this. Pray for me. Um, Lift them up. And I pray over you. And I hope that you coming back, God's child, that you are continuously seeking him. And remember that you are here to be the salt. Be the salt and be the light of the world. And just continue being God's. Uh, light child you know he he is the light and what he does is he gives us his light in order to shine on others so be the salt and light season well god bless you god bless you god keep you for you know forever and a day i love you guys bye now